We ready? Let's do this. All right. Rock and roll. No script. We're starting. Here we go. Yeah. GPS to God, we're glad you're here. Welcome back. It's been uh, been a while since we've done just the three amigos, but that's what we have tonight. We are so glad that you are here to listen to maybe some craziness, maybe some good stuff. We're going to try a little bit of all of it. But uh, GPS to God, that's where you are. Podcast at parkwaybc.net. That is how you can email us, and we would love to hear from you. You can also reach out on Instagram. Find the podcast there, GPS to God. Just put it in the search bar, and uh, we would love to hear from you. Reach out to us. We love to interact and hear hear back from all of you. So all of you gypsies out there. Yeah. Hope that, uh, you know, Lori enjoyed her cameo she made on the episode a couple couple episodes ago when she got to break the news to all of you that uh, you had to wait to hear the second half of Mark and Giselle. But she did a fine job. I think she, uh, you know, it was, uh, she took away some of the tension of that moment. Yeah, she wasn't, uh, she wasn't, <laughs> she wasn't, she, um. She did not know that it was going to be a video. She thought that it was just going to be just audio until you sprung that on her. But it was, it was good. A little bit of a shock right there, huh? It was good. She <laughs> thought it was just going to be audio. I told her she was. She looked fine. It was no problem. It wasn't like she had, you know, been out doing yard work or nothing. <laughs> crazy, so she was fine. It was good. I it think good. she said she would have put some makeup on if she knew. Gotcha. But I told her, nah, she was good. All good. It will be definitely be worth the wait. Oh, yeah. Well, by the time this comes out, they would have heard Very it. True. Very true. Very yeah. true. So, if you didn't know, we record ahead. We try to record ahead an episode or two. That's the so, plan. That so, is the plan. You know, it helps on the on the editing side, all that yeah. kind of stuff, getting things posted. And sometimes we lose track of time when we do that. It's kind of uh, it's kind of hard to keep up with it. And sometimes we are more ahead than other times, so it's not always. You know, not always just the same old, same old around here. But we're glad you're here. Reach out to us. We want to hear from you. Uh, Simply Poly Co., reach out to them as well. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram. Get some good stuff from them. They do great work, and uh, please check them out. We have all kinds of stuff to get into today. We're going to do another another Bible study, looking at another topic. We're going to get into that here in just a second. You probably probably have seen the title. We don't know the title for this episode yet, but it's probably going to give it away if i had to guess yeah. Uh, yeah yeah unless you come with something really really creative yeah no garden of gethsemane that's that's <laughs> that's what we're going with zero thought goes into that one so it is not yosemite <laughs> well, that's, that's, i mean since no, you already broke the news <laughs> right i wasn't going uh, i wasn't oh, i was going to bring it up I'm oh yeah sure i know he's bringing it up i was just going to go I'm ahead and sure throw myself in are. that puddle <laughs> go ahead and just do it myself <laughs> so we had talked about uh doing another bible study episode we wanted to do that and uh uh, what were what was the topic that we were going to do? We kind of fell on the Garden of Gethsemane. Kind of Garden of Eden was the first one we did, and we said, "Well, let's kind of follow it up, keep the theme going." And uh, gave right, you know, said, "Hey, Ryan, here's what we're doing." Because Fano and I had talked. We had been in a group text, all of us. Fano and I kind of said, "All right, let, let's do this one." Went and told Ryan. He said, "Okay, I got it." About two days later, Ryan I'm halfway, comes back. Uh, clearly, I'm halfway listening when you told me what the subject was. Well, that's, oh. your, that's your So fault. I hear it, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, what does it have anything to do with this? About two days later, I come back, and, and Ryan is like, hey, man, I cannot find anything on Yosemite. Like, 
everything I find, it's just about this national park. Like, I don't see where uh, Jesus went I'm to like, Yosemite I'm at all. Like, where's the biblical references for Yosemite in this? I know this is not right, but you said we're talking about it, so I got to find something. That's yeah. so good. Oh, it was. That's I don't so know good. what the look on my face was, but <laughs> yeah, obviously you know I don't know everything, so yeah, that it was a good one. I was like, right, like I, at first I thought he was joking. It's like, you, you serious? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, no, the Garden of Gethsemane, man, with a G. Throw a G. Oh, and that's why I'm on this podcast. Yeah. I'm the comic yeah. relief. Yeah. He felt yeah. a lot better though because he was like, "Oh, maybe I can find something to talk about yes. now." He was, yes, he, yeah. there was relief in for his. Sure. Oh yeah, I'm sure. And he a came with sign. zero notes, so I'm really <laughs> encouraged. I got him. Yeah. All up here. Yeah, he can tell you when Old Faithful's going to spout off though. So, <laughs> you know, be, be looking for that. Go ahead and book the next family vacation. I don't know. Did we finish the intro? We gave the email address. Maybe. Oh, man. <laughs> Simply Paul. Like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there we go. Yeah, make make sure you rate, review, oh, subscribe, man. and awesome. tell somebody else. Y'all know the drill. Here we go. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yosemite was uh, that that caught me. That was pretty funny. That, that should have. I wish we had the cameras rolling for that one. That was good. Did that did. So speaking Guilty. of cameras rolling, actually not rolling. Probably okay. a good thing. Okay. Give us a report on the city museum. Your your big trip to the yeah, big, we want to hear about this. big first great nice. trip to St. Louis. It was good. It was uh it was very, very hot. Uh we got there, met at the arch, went right up to the arch. Lori did not did not go up. She did the last time we were in St. Louis. It just not a fan of the it's kind of a rickety yeah, elevator. It is. Oh, I love that elevator. It is, it is, it is. So it, it didn't, you know. Doesn't really bother me that much, but I'm glad it's only four minutes or however long it takes. So, um, but it was fun. Went to the arch, then we went to the city museum. Amelia had a blast there with all of her first grade friends, and uh, it was fun. It was really, it was, it was a good time. We stayed in there, didn't get stuck in any tunnels or anything like that. <laughs> went through one tunnel with her, kind of, but uh, it was a little dark for her, so we. We promptly bailed out a little bit, but she had a blast. She had a blast. So she wore herself down quite a bit. Again, for those that have not been to the city museum in, in St. Louis, it, it is just a maze of tunnels and slides and secret passageways and all kinds of crazy. It's fun, but oh, man. So were y'all the only school there at that time? Because I feel like when you go to, like, no. to the zoo or you go to like a museum or something, no. it's like all the schools come together and say, hey, time. what day yeah. do y'all want to go? It's and been, we're all going to go on the same day. Yes, especially this time of year is the end-of-the-year trip, I guess, for most schools. So, yeah, it was it, it was pretty busy. It was pretty busy. So, But we had a good time. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't just overly it wasn't like chaotic crowded or anything like that. But, yeah, yeah. she had a good time. She good. had a good, good. good time. So. Isn't St. Louis the gateway to the West? Is that it what? is. Yeah. I think that's why that's yep. probably how – I think that's why that thing was built. Early people right. got to Yosemite, isn't it? Kind of took that path right there. From the top there, you might be able to see Yosemite. <laughs> Could be. Ate at the Spaghetti Factory. Went to the zoo the next day. I would be remiss if I didn't mention the St. Louis Zoo, which was which was excellent. We talked about my beef with the Nashville Zoo not having, calling themselves a zoo, but not having an elephant or a lion. Did we talk about that? I don't remember Maybe that. Not. If we not did, sure. I was I'm so attention. disappointed. Well, we will. <laughs> So disappointed in Grassmere or the Nashville because I think they fashion they, them, have they fashion themselves as a zoo, but they don't have an elephant or a lion. Hmm. 
And I think those are two it's key. It's just unacceptable. I think those are two key things. To, have a zoo. Yeah. to be named a zoo, I think you need to have an elephant or a lion. The last Probably time I both. went, the last time I went, there was a an encounter where they had they said they had a, uh, a zebra there, and we go up there and look, and there's not a zebra anywhere. Mm. And they're like, "Oh, we yeah. we took him away for a little while. He'll yeah. come back next it's week." Unfortunate. Who's in timeout? Yeah, apparently hmm. saw elephants, saw a lion. It was good. It was a good is time. This, is the St. Louis Zoo the one? I'm not sure. Or not like. They have a giraffe. Like, you kind of go out on, like, a big deck, and the giraffes are right there, and, like, will come over and eat right out of your hand. I don't. Kind of thing. Hmm. I've never been to that. That, that might I don't be, think that might be so. Indianapolis. Yeah. Indianapolis Zoo. But. I remember seeing the giraffes, but not not a close encounter or anything like that that I can remember. The, uh, we, ha- we have today, you really can't tell, but we have a camera operator. So we have Ashlyn behind the scenes. She's working her way up, trying to be a producer, maybe. But she is yeah. behind the scenes, running the cameras today. We've never had a producer before, so we, you know we're trying to. Everyone can probably tell. Get up and get. Well, yeah, <laughs> probably so. We're we're working our way up. But yeah. speaking of, we we didn't mention this. Adam kind of, you know, dropped the not dropped the ball. He he set the stage for us to be able to do this. Donations. We take donations too. Email us. We would love to continue yeah. to build up, get some new equipment, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, drop right. a, drop us a line. We'll tell you how to how to donate some tax free money right there. Right, not tax free. <laughs> what do they call that? Uh, 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 is it a credit or no? Uh, yeah. yeah, you get yeah. some money back on your taxes. You would, yeah. There you go. Tax you credit. Would. Tax. Yeah, that you would. You can tell we're big financial guys here without <laughs> Zach. <so. laughs> Zach's empty you seat can. over here. Just <laughs> got one more kind of uh you know behind the scenes thing to talk about and that is the last episode it, we're we're always juggling because we don't have producers we don't have anybody operating the volumes in real time we kind of try to handle that in the editing the post production mark we knew would be kind of loud his microphone was turned down too low so we like in the editing part process we had to turn him up so he you know we came across pretty clear, but you can kind of hear an echo from him where it's picking up the whole room, how we turned it up. I noticed that his mic was he was also turned. Sat, he also sat too far away from his mic. He was scared was of the microphone. And it was, was turned, was too. It was, it was, you can definitely tell. We, what, we, we, told, we, we tell all of our guests, you know, you got to be close to the microphone. I don't right. know. Mark, Mark uh, you know, we, we try not to fight it. We want I, people to be comfortable when they are here. But I think Mark had a confident he thought his voice was confident enough that he was loud enough that he would be able to still talk from far away yes but we had turned his microphone down because he has a a boisterous voice (laughs) he has a great voiceover he could probably do some voiceover work if he wanted to yeah him him and fano need to start their own business (laughs) i know right ryan hey i'll i'll run the i'll be the producer for that one that would be nice that'd be nice but speaking of fano speaking of because the microphones were talking it was allergy season when we recorded that. Oh, you, you heard fun. Did I? Yeah, sorry. It's been killing me. How's the smell of that foam over killing, there? They, they, or the they, lack they, of uh, smell? He couldn't, sm- he couldn't smell when we recorded this that episode. Been, this has been You could hear him sniffling. This has been the worst year. It's been the worst year. I remember that episode because I hadn't taken my, my Claritin. So. It'll get you every time. Yeah, well, I think I'm okay. Yeah. I'm ready. And we did yeah. not wear headphones that that day, uh, and so I did not right. notice it as we right. were recording. Mm. 
But, uh, yeah, you know, it happened. we'd like to let you guys in on the behind the scenes <laughs> of what goes on around here. I hope, right. hope it, uh, you know, pulls you in, makes you feel more uh, um, part of the family. Yeah, so. which they are. They are. I, I heard we're, we're going nonsense here before we get into the Garden <laughs> of Gethsemane. Heard a little bit of nonsense earlier today. Hmm. If all technology ended, you know, for whatever reason, nuclear war, whatever, technology ended, and you, you know, the like a, a, a movie, whatever, Walking Dead, kind of, not with zombies, but just that kind of <laughs> end of the world situation, right? Mm-hmm. How long would you last? Like, are you a prepper? Are are you are? I know the answer to this, but are either one of you preppers? <laughs> Not really. I don't. I don't think I would be. Yes, it, no. So, Not necessarily. No. So how how long do you think you would last? Well, let's say let's just take like society. what was like, like, what, what would be taken away? Okay. Like what would be taken away? Zero electricity. Zero cell phones. Uh, uh, you know, gas. Gas would. I don't do gas pumps operate without. Electricity? I don't know the answer to that. I don't think, I don't think so. so. Our, our, our camera is, person is saying yeah, no. She's, she's very <laughs> she, adamant. There's our, our so fact we're, checker. We're going to tr- no trust there. that check, ch- fact checker. Fact you check. know what you said. Yes. Yeah, we're going to trust that. So, um, you, so you would not be able to get gas to you know, refill your car to do stuff. Grocery stores are going to be looted pretty quick, I would guess. So you say you're just basically like, living off the land? How, well, or you're or you're looting. You're trying to steal stuff. How long until people break down and just start robbing neighbors and going crazy? I don't. Oh, wow. I, don't I think, think that I'd would last. happen quick. Oh, I don't think I'd last that long. I think once people Probably. started re- getting that reality of that happening, it would be done. Like right then, because you have no radio, you have no idea what's going on. When's all yeah. this stuff coming back? Like, I, I think That'd in less than a month, society would be chaos. Yeah. I was thinking less than that. I mean, like wide scale. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, because I was thinking like a week, but that's smaller than that. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I, I'd rough. say about a month. Yeah, we're down to nothing because you have no way of communicating with yeah. anyone that you can't talk to face to face. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. But I mean, nobody. You know, you see these TV shows of preppers and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff, and yeah, I think the vast majority, like you, we are so dependent on so many other people. For yeah. groceries, like everything we do, for sure. By and large, you know, if people have a garden, it's normally you know something kind of small. You just get yeah. a couple fresh tomatoes or peppers. Oh, or whatever. Don, Lily, and I would be done. Like we're on a week to week basis as far as groceries and stuff like that. So yeah, we would be done. <laughs> week, we're good. After that, we're done. <laughs> yeah, that has Lori's uh, phone, cell phone went went out. I guess it was. Maybe a week or so ago, and she was, she was hurting. She was hurting pretty good. I could just with I, that. I use my cell phone. I yes. love the convenience. Mm-hmm. The you dependency know, go- on that thing. Google, is, yeah. uh, you know, just yeah. instant information. Yeah. But if they all went away tomorrow, I would be fine without cell phones. Really? Oh yeah, I'd be okay. I, 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 I think can, I her was like them. going places or whatever, not like she normally says, "I'm I'm leaving." whatever I'm on the yes. way home and stuff like that that she couldn't do that was bothering her 
But back in the old days, you remember oh, this. Oh, yeah, completely. You remember we're this. fine. y'all are that old. Yeah, yes, we're we are. fine. Yeah. <laughs> when you went <laughs> out, yeah. what, you had to tell your parents when you're it. leaving, where you're mm-hmm. going, who you're going with, when you're going to be back. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like, if sure. your plans change, you better find a payphone to call them. And <laughs> better have your quarters ready. That's right. Call better have collect. your quarters what ready. Was it call it collect or whatever? Uh, you just you a, can call and make them pay for it. Find that, that payphone. <laughs> find that payphone. Get your quarters in. So if you didn't have some change for the payphone, <laughs> you would. I mean, you're. Do I call collect or do I ride this out and yeah. I just take the wrath when I get? It also depended on what you were doing. Were you being Very sneaky true. or right? Very or true. What? But yeah. <laughs> I Very mean, true. people talked more. They communicated more before that. Right. I mean, you you used to have to, if if we were going to meet at the mall, hey man, let's meet at the mall at three o'clock. Okay, where are we going to meet? Like, mm-hmm. let's meet yeah. outside the champs. Yeah, let's meet at champs. Yeah. Let's meet yeah. at the Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Like you had to plan all that out. Mm-hmm. Right now, you don't. You now don't care a, about any of that. There's a text well, message. Where are you at? For one, is. if you go to yeah. a mall, people look at you weird. That is kind of. But I can't Very think true. of the last time I was. In a mall. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, going the way of the dodo. Amazon ruined it. <laughs> radio killed the uh, video killed the radio star. Yeah. Amazon killed the mall. Yep, it sure did. That's how it all worked. None of that has anything to do with our topic of the day. but <laughs> Not uh, at all. It was good, though. Stuff that came up. Besides in all, not having cell phones. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if you live in Yosemite, you don't have to worry about that anyway. I'm sure they Very got true. all kinds no of No cell service whatsoever. <laughs> I don't all know that if that's is, true. All that is is a hammer. I mean, I'm pretty sure, Nat, you know, it's a national park. It's got cell service. <laughs> I doubt that. All right. Garden of Gethsemane. Garden of Gethsemane. Here we go. So we, we kind of went, uh, you know, we did the Garden of Eden. We started with the Garden of Eden. It was at the beginning of the creation story. And we said, hey, why don't we just round it out and end up with another garden? It's kind of the beginning and the end of, of uh, you know, man coming, God bringing man into the Garden of Eden, and then God atoning for man in the Garden of Gethsemane there before Jesus went to, was handed over to the authorities. So we wanted to just kind of take that angle and approach, and it, it, they they are two very different places, obviously, but very different um in what they did, you know, the, the biblical stories that go with each one of those as well. But right. you can find the accounts of the Garden of Gethsemane and in all four Gospels, they talk about it. But kind of like we talked, one of them. we talked about in the Garden of Eden, the Garden, we call it the Garden of Eden now. It was right. really the Garden in Eden, the Garden that God planted in Eden. Right. None of the four Gospel accounts call it the Garden of Gethsemane. They all right. say, uh, you know, they, they went to Gethsemane, a place, right. place called Gethsemane, or they went to a garden. So it was, in, it was in Jerusalem at the Kidron Valley. Is that how you say it? Kidron Valley? Kid, Kidron Valley? I, I left, I left that to you. I knew you were going to go with the, hey, I like my locations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was at the foot of Mount Olive. We obviously don't know where the garden of Eden was. There's still some, we don't know exactly where the Garden of Gethsemane was, where Jesus was. So we don't know where he and the disciples actually went to pray. But we know a pretty close location because it's still there today. We know where Jerusalem is. We know where the Mount of Olives is, um, uh, the valleys, all this different stuff. And there are still olive trees there. And 
the the word Gethsemane translates to oil press. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's where they were pressing some olive oil out. So there's still olive trees there, all that, but we don't know exactly where. But there are several different, um, you know, locations you can take tours, and they say this is the Garden of Gethsemane, but. It's not exactly known where Jesus was, where he prayed, where the disciples were. Right. But some places have, um, have you can buy tickets and take tours and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Of, yeah. This is the rock Jesus was on, all that kind of stuff. But um, So somewhere I read that there was only 23 olive trees in in Gethsemane. Today? It, no, like at that time. Is that correct? I, I don't, I didn't, couldn't find any like an actual resources or why. They would say that, but that's what I read, and I just didn't know if y'all knew anything about that. Yeah, I don't know. I know that I do not. There were a couple. Um, there are a couple trees there today that they have tested, uh, taking cores and doing carbon dating and that kind of stuff, trying to find it. And that you know, they say, hey, these trees we think are a thousand years old, but the roots they can't really test them, and they say the you to know, justify some, if they were actually there. Some well, some of these roots they think may be roots from trees that were uh, there when Jesus, the right, time okay. of Jesus. Uh, and they said, olive trees, you can cut them off and the root, like new trees will grow from the roots. Hmm. Some trees, if you cut them off full grown tree, like they yeah. die, but olive trees will re-sprout. But, uh, oil press is the, yeah. the translation of Gethsemane. Um, Matthew and Mark, we were talking about, you know, they didn't call it the garden of Gethsemane in the gospels. Matthew and Mark, they both say a place called Gethsemane. So Jesus mm-hmm. and the disciples went to a place called Gethsemane. In Luke, they went out to the Mount of Olives, as was their custom. So Jesus went, Jesus took the disciples. Jesus went to this garden of Gethsemane often. It was somewhere they went um, to, you know, get away. And, and, and I mean, they're in the desert. There's not a lot of tree coverage and stuff. So that would be a, you know, pretty common place to go get some shade and hang out and and whatnot and then in john it says they they went across the kidron valley where there was a garden so none of them ever none of the gospels ever say the the garden of gethsemane but again it's kind of that translation how we speak english and you know how we have translated it over time to say the garden of gethsemane even though that's not really what they called it it must have been a very peaceful quiet place to go to because if this was a place they like to go to to pray and to get away from things it had to be that kind of place oh yeah. i couldn't imagine it's being like a very popular place where a lot of people would show up well even today people like to go hang out in a park right or a garden and, and just yeah. eat lunch yeah and hang, like, gotta get away from things yeah hang out and you know Sit sit in the shade, yeah, all that kind of stuff. But uh, it was it was somewhere that they went often, uh, which which kind of plays into the story here in a little bit. Does that's what? Well, we might get to it. I'll I'll save it. But I, I had so when we did the uh, Garden of Eden episode, I kind of laid my notes out in in a specific order. Uh-huh. Man, I got three pages of yeah. notes here. <laughs> yeah. There is no order at all in any of them. And I was if like, you hear oh, a lot of page should, turning, that's right. that's what it is. Put these no, notes together. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's around, crazy. So. It's crazy. But getting back to it, um, one thing that struck me kind of first off, when we read any Bible story today, a lot of times we take emotion out of it. You know, we're, we're just reading words, and, and it's kind of, 
you know, monotone or, or whatever. We're, we're just kind of taking fate at face value and, you know, really, you know, there's emotion, there's, uh, you know, wars and, and conviction and all this kind of, you know, every emotion you can go through that's happening in some of these stories. And, you know, we really should be reading it like a novel or like we would read a movie script. You know, I think if I was reading a movie script, like I'm going to see those images in my head of you're trying to get full depth the, of the it. action. Yeah. And, and, the, and so some of the things that Jesus was, you know, when he went to pray and some of the things we're, we're going to go over in a minute, like one of the things that you like, just, I just thought about now is like, you're talking about going into depth in these conversations, but one of the things that, you know, as kids, when we're learning these new stories and everything, we learn them. I think we've talked about this before, but like you learn a story a certain way because you were a kid. And then as you get older, you get that more depth concept of what we're talking about. And I think this was another thing for me is that you, you don't really pay a whole bunch of attention to the details of it. And then as you grow up, you start looking a little deeper and you find these things out. Yeah. So well, let, let me give you guys some Bible references real quick. So if you're in the book of Matthew, Chapter 26, verse 36 is where they start to talk about the garden. Mark, chapter 14, verse 32. Uh, Luke is chapter 22, verse 39. John, chapter 18, verse 1. So that kind of gives you some Bible references. If you want to go and look this up later, do a little study of on your own, let us know what you think. We definitely want to hear what you think, questions that come up to you, or, or maybe we, we'll ask a question that you know, we don't have an answer to, and you do. We would love to hear about that, and we will definitely share that. Email yeah, us comment. or reach out on uh, Instagram and, and send us a message there. Amanda Mundy asked a couple weeks ago, hey, did, did anybody ever answer when we – was it the Garden of Eden episode or the other? Mm, or when she Eden. was here. No, that wasn't what? the Garden of Eden. That was when we were talking about stories of um, things that might that we might not have understood. Bible, oh. Bible misconceptions. Yeah. Yes. There we yes. go. And Fano asked, hey, you know, when did Satan enter the picture? Yes. Well, I think, was it Garden It was Garden of Eden. It was Garden of Eden. Yes, yes like when, that, you know, that question When was did yeah. Satan, right. you know, God created the world, mm -hmm. create, planted the garden. When mm -hmm. did Satan enter the picture? Like, mm -hmm. where was Satan when he left heaven? All yep. that kind of stuff. Yep. Amanda said, did anybody send in an answer? I said, nope. Did not. She said, do you know? I was like, Crickets. nope. Crickets. <laughs> so, no. so uh, yeah, hey. Send, we we want to interact. We love when, when you all reach out and Absolutely. interact. I probably had some fan comments I should have brought today that I did not. We'll catch back up with those. But uh, we love when you interact. So for sure. But yeah, reading, um, reading. The, I think we need to take some emotion. Um, you know, we need we need to read the emotion and stuff into this because you know it's put, put yourself in the story. What would you be doing? How would sure. you say it? You're not just going to be. You need to do better than that. Like you know, and Jesus said. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of the things here, so let me let me read. This is the um, in Matthew chapter twenty six, starting in thirty verse thirty six. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, "Sit here while I go over there and pray." And taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, James and John, he began to or he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch with me. So that right there, like, you know, I read it 
kind of how I would re- if I just sat down to read it, you kind of go straight through, you know, right. the words of Jesus. But he's like, you got to imagine Jesus is God, right? And man, in one, like if he say he's going to have emotion behind that and it's like, guys, like I am hurting. I'm str- I really feel like I'm about to die. Yeah. I need you to pray with me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, he is going to just be. He felt every emotion that we feel, right? So if if it, that is the most troubling point of his entire life, mm-hmm. I mean, at that point, he already know he already knows what's hap- what's going to happen, right? Yeah, right. like he has that idea. He already knows. He, he, so, but I mean, like he he has that human aspect of it that he's like, I know this is going to be painful. I know what's coming up. I mean, just imagine the anxiety us, of it. I guess the most stressful thing that has ever happened in your life ever is happening right now way harder than anything else right when you're talking to somebody about that it's not going to be hey i'm sorrowful come pray with me like you're going to be pleading and and yeah and um, i mean you're going to get into it but also i mean the disciples probably didn't know that this was no they they didn't know that this was going to i mean they, they didn't know that 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 supper that they just had was the last supper. They did not know that. I mean, I know Jesus spoke about it. I mean, in verse 26, uh, I'm sorry, Matthew 26, 29, he says, but I tell you, I will not drink from this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my father's kingdom. I mean, he's saying all, but you know, the next time will be in heaven with God, but, but they're not, I'm sure if they knew to, that if that was it, that they wouldn't have, you know, fallen asleep three times. <laughs> I, I think right. Yeah, we're we're going to get into that right, part right, a little bit more. Right. But I mean, I think they kind of tune it out, probably. For sure. Because again, we got to put ourselves in that situation. How many right. times did Jesus say, "One day I'm not going to be here. You guys need to pay attention." <laughs> right. And it's right. kind of if you tell your kids that, or you're at work and your boss is always saying the same thing, or. You're in school. Your teacher is like, you got to, you know, whatever. Almost like they just took it like, a, like as a joke. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Let's yeah, go on to the next conversation. Right. But, I mean, that's a natural reaction to be right. like, right. you're always saying that, like, right. we yeah. got time. Right. We you're not going to let all this stuff happen to you. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's, I mean, so they probably definitely took it a lot lighter. Yeah. So. I, I heard, uh, uh, I was listening to a, a, a sermon Again, I'm terrible about writing names down and giving these people credit, but uh, listening to a sermon about this, about the Garden of Gethsemane, and this this guy said, you know, some people think at that time Jesus is here, he is, you know, fervently praying and sorrowful, feels feels the weight of, of death and the world on him, and some people believe that it was during this time that God gave Jesus a glimpse of the fullness of God's wrath. Hmm. So okay. Jesus always knew what was going to happen. Yeah. He knew before he left heaven. He knew he was going to atone for the sin of everyone. Mm-hmm. But he did not have a full picture of God's wrath. And if he had not been given that picture of the fullness of the, here is everything, you're going to, you know, separation from God and the fullness of sin, mm-hmm. then it would not have been his real choice to take on our sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So kind of like what we do now, if if 
one of you guys calls me over for, hey, can you come help with this? You know, whatever. Help me with this favor or help me, you know, move or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll come help you. And then when you get into it, you're like, dude, this is way more than you let on. Like, I had no idea we were going to be doing all like You're this getting stuff. an invoice at the end of this. You, you know what I mean? Like, this, this is not what you sold me. You know, I agreed right. to do this. Right. And now we're in the middle of all this stuff. Right. But you go ahead and finish the the, the task, right? Yeah. But you would not have chosen to do all right. of that. Right. right. So they, some people think that, that you know, Jesus' soul and spirit was so heavy at this time. One, the weight of what was going to happen was right. upon sure. him. He knew the time mm-hmm. was at hand. Mm-hmm. But some people think that God kind of gave him a glimpse of the fullness of his wrath, of mm-hmm. God's wrath. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, when he when he's in there and he's when he's in the garden and he's praying, he's he's asking he's asking the Lord like. I I don't want like please take this away. Yeah. Um remove my cup. I think I don't know if that I was probably paraphrasing that, but something on those lines to yeah. where he's saying I know what's coming. Can you take take it away from me? I know which if it's not my will it's your will. Let's do like I don't want this. Yeah. So I mean, can you imagine that? Jesus said, you know, he had just said my my soul is very sorrowful even mm-hmm. to death. Remain here and watch with me. That's what he told the disciples. Then Jesus left them, went a little further into the garden, fell on his face, started praying, My Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but you will. Again, I, you yeah. know, I'm trying to relate this to me and my life mm-hmm. and what I've done. And, you know, I've been very blessed in my life, but still there are have been times of just turmoil of mm-hmm. what whether it's a job situation or whatever's going on and like just the the stress and the thing like you know you just want to scream it like this was so much more magnified than that but i i know what i have felt like in those super hard times and just wanted to you know not really have like god please just take this away from me mm-hmm. like, i cannot do this take this away yeah so like God in human form is saying, take this from, like, please, I do not want, I am not strong enough to do this. I can't do this. Yeah. But, God, if you think I can, I'm going to do what you want to do. Right. Yeah. What you tell me to do, I'm trusting you. He's going to give you what, what what he knows you can take care of. And that yeah. was probably the same situation with him. Yeah. And he didn't do it just once. No. I mean, he, he, he yeah. prayed that. He had the same prayer. Back. Yeah prayed again went back so um and to me that's the, hitting the same thing of i don't even know what to say god like mm-hmm. i'm coming to you every you know multiple times a day like mm-hmm. all the time because this is mm-hmm. all i think about it's consuming me i'm stressed all the i don't even know what to say but take this away please take this right. away please yeah but i'm gonna follow you right. i'm gonna yeah. follow you all right he went to pray. He came back. He left the disciples. He went further in, prayed, came back, came back to the disciples and found this, found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, so you cannot watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again, he's, you know, I just imagine him like, God, like, what are y'all doing? It's been just an hour. Yeah. Yeah. 
come on. Like, I mm-hmm. need you right now. This is right. it. Like, what are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just curious how they – Especially just, that because that and, I mean, he chose them yeah. to come with him. Right. Yeah. So, I mean – that just that just shows how much he you know depended on them, respected them yeah, to bring them in with them, and then he comes back and he's. But like, how do, how do you think they felt though? Because I mean, he 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 brings them to to come out and watch, and they keep on falling asleep, and they know what he's going through. I feel like at that point, so I mean, he shut. They hear the sincerity of his voice, so they keep on falling asleep on him. So you, I mean, I'm like to me, I'm like how. How I'm trying to think of the correct words. How upset would they be of themselves because they yeah. kept on doing this? Well, I, I, I think when he when you know when he tells them a lot of times, um, you know he says you couldn't watch with me, watch and pray that you may not in, enter into temptation. He's talking to the disciples. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like you know this is, this is not about me. It's about you being on guard. Yeah, because you're going to be tempted right now. You know, you're going to be taken away. You're going to focus on the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should be focused on me. Mm-hmm. Focused on what's about to happen. You're, you know, Satan is tempting you right now. I'm telling you, you are being tempted right now. Yeah, you're focusing on the wrong things. And when he says the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak, I've always kind of attributed that to jesus like he's kind of telling them you know be on guard be on guard against temptation like my spirit's willing but the flesh is weak but the same guy that was was preaching the the pastor i heard said jesus was talking about the disciples at that Mm -hmm. time yeah he's like i can see your spirit i know you want to be supporting me but Mm -hmm. your flesh is weak Mm -hmm. like again it's another warning for them of i know what your intentions are yeah but you are not following through right with with what you should you know your your mind your body and your spirit are fighting against each other you need to be focused on the right things right now and you're not you're letting earthly flesh pull you down so that was uh, you know i I think i always kind of like i said Put that on Jesus. Jesus was saying, "Hey, I'm willing, right. but uh, you know, my spirit's willing, my flesh right. is weak." But this guy said that was about the disciples. Right. He could see their spirit; they right, were willing, yeah. but yep. they were weak. Well, I was going to say right then. Then you have you have Judas that comes comes in. Right? Is that basically at that point? A little bit, yeah. yeah a little a little bit after that is when when he comes in. We got some stuff to hit on that too. But okay. so, you know, I was kind of going into what happened, you know, why are these guys so tired? Why are they falling asleep? All this kind of stuff. And, you know, that this is the same night of the last supper that all they this is. Right. So they, they it's were in the middle in, of the night, in the middle of the night, right. they had come from Bethany. Um, Jesus, you know, they had been, um, at Bethany where he, he was anointed and had the, the perfume poured on him, all that kind of stuff. Bethany. I looked this up just for Ryan. From Bethany to, located? to Jerusalem, it's about miles? about two miles. Okay, okay, okay. You know, which is not terrible, that's especially not terrible. In, in that day. Yeah. I imagine that's a pretty common, you know, traveling yeah. kind of yeah. deal. But you're still traveling. You know, yeah, yeah. You're at a dinner and whatever, meal. a big meal, <laughs> and all that. Travel two miles. They they go to 
uh, the upper room, have the Last Supper, mm-hmm. do all that. And, and we eat different than a lot of other countries eat even today. So, like, when we go to a restaurant, you go in, get your food, eat, and get out. They're trying to flip mm-hmm. that table, right? They, yeah. The, the more times they flip a table, the more money they Fast make. food. <laughs> other countries, you know, in Europe and other places, you go in, they expect you to sit at that table for hours. <laughs> And eat and conversate. It, it's about the relationship of being out together and not right. get your food and get out right. kind of thing. So that's more the culture in the Middle East. You sit down and it's a meal and you're, you're spending the, the time together. You, you know, it's you're multiple investing. hours. And so they have this, the Last Supper. They don't know exactly where that upper room is, but they have a kind of idea of where it was, they think. Um and it was on the southwest side of Jerusalem, and the Garden of Gethsemane area, where they think it is, is on the, the northeast side outside the city. They, they said that's probably at least a mile away from each other. So they have the Last Supper, they get out, and then they walk over to the garden, and um, you know they had traveled in to Jerusalem to find a place you know, to spend the Passover and all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. like, it had been a day, right? So they ate all this food, and they basically did a 5K at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it, it had been a full day. Of I mean, a 5K gets me. Traveling and all this stuff. <laughs> but, you know, so that kind of puts an earthly tent to, does. you know, yeah. what, what had been right. going on. They've right. been traveling. They've been doing all this stuff. And, you know, back in those days, when it got dark, you went to bed. There was right. nothing else to do. So, you know, right. it was well into the night. And they're like, man, I'm, I'm I'm tired. He's talking his stuff again, yeah. like. And going back to they didn't really. <laughs> they thought they had know time. What was yes, yeah. for sure. Thought they had time for sure. He says, yeah. <laughs> "Get up, let's go see my betrayers near." Yeah. Before uh, one more quick thing before he gets to that. You know, Jesus was on his own, even in this garden when he's bringing these the disciples with him to stand guard a little bit. I, maybe that was something, I, I don't know, but he needed that time to pray and, and get right with, with God, uh, you know, and, and get strength from God. Uh, you know, so I think maybe there was a little bit of, you know, they were go- on guard. That's maybe why he left some of the disciples at one spot, went right. deeper into the yeah. garden with the other disciples and then went deeper. But he was on his own and no one else could do what he did. You know, they they couldn't even make it through a prayer time, you know. <laughs> and just before this, when, when Jesus has said, one of you guys is going to be- betray me. Mm-hmm. And they all said, I'll die with you. <laughs> And, you know, they're like, I'll die with you, too. Yeah. They're like, you can't even make it through the prayer time before we get to that. <laughs> right. What, what do you mean you're going to die with me? But, I mean, that was, uh, obviously, we know none of us can take away our own sin, much less everybody else's. Sure. But, Agreed, yeah. I mean, this just kind of highlights that no one else could do what he, mm-hmm. they yeah. couldn't even get through the prep work. Couldn't even do know? that, yeah. <laughs> I guess let's let's hit up. Judas a little bit. We've already mentioned it a couple times and, and, you know, the betrayal of, of Judas that, you know, betrayal of Jesus by Judas and and what he did. Final, you talked about it once before. I don't remember what we, which episode it was, but Mm. 
you, you read the verse of, you know, Jesus said, do what you're going to do. And then at that point, Satan mm-hmm. entered Judas. Right. I mean, that is yeah. all like, it's, 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 you know, confusing to me. Like mm-hmm. my, like he had already taken steps to hate, you know, I won't pretend. Yes. But then Satan entered yes. into him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, what, what did that do? Like, did that just give him the conviction to follow through or right. would he, be, would he have backed out if that didn't happen? Like, that's yeah. always like, it, it's saying just a short little statement, but it brings up so many more questions. It does, for sure. At any point, Jesus could have stopped it and just, you know, before they came to take him away. And, I mean, he had the opportunity, but it just shows his his love for us, his trust in the Father by wanting the cup taken from him so bad, but at the end of the day saying, if it's your will, let it be done. Um, I just, it just gets you emotional thinking about it, thinking about how just his love for us. So we're going to pick it up in verse number 39. This is a uh, Mark 14 verse 39. Again, he went away and prayed saying the same words that kind of struck me that he was saying the same words. And I think I mentioned it earlier. Like, you know, you just, I don't know what to say. This is what I'm feeling. Please take this away. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't making excuses. It was, I am at the end of the road. God, you are the only one that can do this. So that struck me there, but he said the same word again. He came and found them sleeping for their eyes were very heavy and they did not know what to answer him. So the disciples were like, ah. they knew that they knew they were guilty. <laughs> like they were caught. Dude, I have messed up and I yeah. have nothing to say. Speechless. So that's one instance of that, of just, I mean, I know, you know, so if you're a little kid or something and one of your parents kind of gets on you and just looks at you and you feel like so small and like, man, I, I know I messed up. I am so sorry. But I cannot fix it. I feel horrible. Mm-hmm. And just imagine Jesus looking at you and having that. You're like, oh, man, I that don't is the know worst feeling ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean that struck the me worst. when I read that. They did not know how to answer him. That was that was crazy. We're gonna. I'll go ahead and jump ahead because I'll probably forget later on after he's arrested. Mm-hmm. Peter denies him three times. Right. And it says one of the one of the gospel accounts, I'll find it here in a second, said right after he after Peter denied him the third time, Jesus turned and looked at him. And like I cannot imagine <laughs> I just denied him three He told me I was gonna do it. Yeah, right. Then I denied him three times, and as soon as I denied him that third time, he's standing there staring at me. <laughs> That's it. Ooh, like yeah. I, I mean, I can only imagine what Peter felt at like. That's in. I I, I betrayed. I I know I denied him, but for him to sit here and watch me do it like oh, that. That is Luke. That's Luke twenty two sixty one. Yeah. What well, starts in sixty. <laughs> it says, but Peter said, "Man, I don't know what you're talking about." Immediately when he's. Immediately while he was still speaking, a rooster crowed. 
Then the Lord turned and looked at Peter. So Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. I mean, it would be bad enough if he was by himself, but they are in the middle of this interrogation with people all all around. And I mean, you can imagine this is a commotion because a mob went to arrest Jesus. We'll kind of back up to that now. You know, Jesus prayed and then here comes a mob and and then they're coming with torches and weapons and like, it's it's not, this is an event going on the middle of the night. It's dark. There's no street lights, right? So if you have a mob of people coming with torches, you see that from a long way away. Yeah. And, and man, to be in a, a group of people and Jesus is being interrogated and all this stuff and people trying to warm up by the fire, all this stuff. And no, that ain't, I don't know that guy. <laughs> and he's sitting, Jesus is staring at you as you deny him. It's like, oh, my goodness. And just back briefly to the prayer. I mean, it doesn't say it in every, um, every gospel, but we know how detailed Luke was, but in Luke twenty two forty four says being in anguish, he prayed more fervently and his sweat became like drops of blood falling to the ground. Mm-hmm. So that's how hard he was praying. Yeah. Luke, Luke, Luke gives us some really, really good stuff. That, does you know the the drops of blood? You watch History Channel, Discovery Channel, stuff like there. There have been um, programs that have shown like this really happens to people today. Mm-hmm. Some people today, right. like you know, when they are super stressed or they, I'm, I don't know if it's a condition name or what, it, but they can have drops of blood come out as, yeah. as you know. Yes. So that I mean. We're not trying to find a, an earthly explanation for what happened. I mean, it's just, you know, he knew God's wrath was upon. He was Correct. about to take on the sin yeah. of the world. Yeah. But also, the in, in, let's say, verse 43, same chapter, Luke 22. Jesus praying is going, is going over this same thing of, of you know, talking to talking to the disciples, going into pray, coming back and forth, all that kind of stuff. And same words, Father, if you're willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Verse 43, and there appeared to him an angel from heaven, heaven, strengthening him. And that's a verse that, you know, I've probably skipped over and not paid attention to. It's not a verse that we highlight much. Um, mm-hmm. but that, that's, that's you. I mean, an angel came to Jesus and that kind of ties into what the guy was saying of, you know, a glimpse of, of the wrath of God that was about to be mm-hmm. unleashed on, on Jesus, that an angel appeared to strengthen him. And that's also kind of where his uh, attitude's not the right word, but his demeanor changed. Jesus demeanor changes. And that's when he gets gets up and goes and tells the, the disciples, hey, wake up. You don't have to worry about that. It's time to go. It's yeah. show time. <laughs> right. You know, here, here, Here's the people that came to get me. So, and, and back to that mob, which I didn't. I was just talking with Lori about it. But it, there were quite a few. This wasn't like I always imagined that it was, you know, about 
ten to twelve. Yeah, I was say him and ten, ten people. But I, I mean, I think some accounts say there was maybe like six hundred. Yeah. People yeah. or men that were, I mean, that had come. Could you imagine so that? I mean, just, I mean, it was it wasn't like quiet, right? In, in, in any in any way. So and these dudes are just sleeping. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, but, they, they get woken up in they, a hurry. Yeah, right. <laughs> that they do. So, I mean, but that kind of goes into, you know, an earthly explanation of they're woken up by a mob. They start pulling out swords and whacking people, you know. Yeah. You, you uh, know, ears uh, flying off of the uh, the servant <laughs> right? of the high priest, all this right. kind of stuff. And they're, of the four gospels, only one. Gives the account the uh, of mm-hmm. his ear being healed. The others mm-hmm. talk about, you know, ear being cut yep. off, but there's only one that talks about it being healed. Yep. And it gives his name, gives the servant's name, all this kind of stuff. But, um, I mean, that's, you wake up and it's time. Game it's time. go time. <laughs> let's yeah, go. Let's, let's go. <laughs> but they, you know, that they thought Jesus was going to conquer in an For earthly sure. way. Right. And, Just wipe, and, out the, wipe out the mob and it, yeah. you know. And this kind of gets to one of one of the good parts of that. I don't know. They're all good parts. One of the exciting parts for me was Jesus said, "Hey, we're we're not here for that. I could call mm. down more yes. than twelve legions of angels, exactly, yeah, to settle this right now right. if I wanted to. Like, what are you going to do with your little yeah. pea shooter over there? Like, <laughs> sit down, Skippy." So I, I went to look up the angels yeah. and the legions. Well, hey, before you before you get to that, well, I had a quick question, not to back up, but back when they're at the Lord's Supper and, and Judas is there with them, um, Jesus does say something to him. He says, "What you're about? What are you about to do? Do it quickly." Yeah. What I mean, he he knows something's happening, but I don't get that. Like, what is he saying? Like, do it quickly. I mean, I I don't have a great book biblical answer, right? <laughs> But I, I think if we kind of look at it from our uh, human perspective, what would I do? And maybe this ties together with the, you know, Satan entered into Judas. Mm-hmm. Right. He Judas was overcome with evil in that moment. Okay. So, like, that is consuming. When it's pure, raw, I mean, any evil is consuming, right? And it builds upon itself. Yeah. That's why, like, Anytime we compromise something, uh, you know, we, we may be stressed out about it the first time. Well, the second time, it's a little bit easier to do it. Yeah. The third time, it's even easier to do Like, yeah. it's yeah. consuming. But Satan entered into him. He was betraying mm-hmm. the Son of God. Like, that evil was consuming him. Yeah. And it wasn't very long before he hanged himself, right? Right. So, like, he had to go do those physical, earthly things before he was totally consumed by the evil. Yeah. Okay. That would be my best guess. Because I was taking it as like, just get it over with. Hurry up. <laughs> well, that too. I mean, yeah. I'm sure yeah. there was a timeline, right? Right. Like, right. Jesus kind of knew that, th- you know, things had to happen. But right. But yeah. I, I think it was just consuming evil. He was consumed. You know, hearing we, it that we, way. We are all sinful, right. but there's, you know, if Satan fully enters into you. Yes. That just sounds different to me. Right? Yeah. Legions of angels. So Jesus said, do you not know I could call down more than 12 <laughs> legions of angels? A little bit of variation here. If you go back and look of how many um, 
people were in a legion. This is based off the Roman army and, and how many soldiers are in a, a legion. Um, and some of it break it up into it's this many people and this many horses or, or whatever. But 6,000, that's kind of a, a there, there's a range of numbers, but 6,000 is pretty consistent. So one Roman legion had 6,000 soldiers in it. Um, and anytime we, we read about a legion, you know, we can kind of just uh, extrapolate that, you know, it's about 6,000 people. And at Mark chapter 5, verse 9, they tell us, this is a side note, you know, they talk about the demon-possessed man, and he said, had a legion of demons. So this dude had like 6,000 demons in him. Wow. Kind of puts a little different spin on that one. Yes, that it does. But so how many angels are are in 12 legions? So if one legion is 6,000, Jesus said the Father would give him more than 12 little bit of math, 12 legions equals 72,000 angels, right? A minimum of, well, this says a minimum. Again, a little flux, little, yeah. little fluidity in the numbers there, but let's just say six, that, so 12 legions would be 72,000 angels. What does that really mean? Well, let me tell you. A little bit of backstory here. What's the strength of the, like, oh, t- what can 12,000, I mean, 72,000 angels do? Like, you know, mm. what kind of power are we talking about here? Well, in Isaiah thirty-seven thirty-six, we get a story of how one angel, a single angel, obliterated 185,000 men mm. in one night. One angel took out <laughs> 185,000 men in one night. So... If we just say it's apples to apples, how much combined strength could 12 legions of angels do? You got that math in your head, Ryan? No. (laughs) Well, that would be enough. Combined strength in a legion of 6,000, one legion of 6,000 could destroy 1,110,000,000 men. That's one legion. I think we get Jesus' reference to this. One, one legion <laughs> could six. destroy over a billion men. Twelve legions, 13,320,000,000. That is more than twice the number of people living on the earth right now. Right now, today, more than twice that is ridiculous. The Earth's population, obviously, awesome. left people less people lived on the Earth back then. So even if we say like that six thousand number is crazy, if you mm. cut it in half, that's mm. still enough to wipe out the entire population of the Earth today. <laughs> yeah. So that was, um, man, that was interesting to me. Yeah. You know the numbers of, of how right. that all translates. So Jesus had more than enough power to uh, for sure. To oh, just yeah. stop it. He didn't even have on. to call the homies in. He was like, "I got <laughs> no. this." It's, you know, they're 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 over there just waiting to get in the game. Yeah. But I oh, got they're this. snoozing. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, Peter's actions were an example of how, you know, us mere fleshly beings try and solve mm-hmm. our own problems, but we can't. You know, it's all yeah. we have to depend on Jesus, and He's got more power than He even needs. Like. I don't even have to call in the subs. We're, yeah. we're good. Yeah. Got to fall to him. 
<laughs> but more they can more than twice the Earth's population. That was that was crazy to me. I like those numbers. That's pretty good. <laughs> we talked about how they the disciples and Jesus like frequented this place often. So Jesus obviously knew that. It's not like I mean Jesus would never hide from anybody, but they they didn't go to some secluded area or something right. like that. Yeah. He knew that Judas and the mob would easily know where to find him. Yeah. There wasn't any looking for him. This was where this was where he would where he would be. And Judas had been there with him before. Correct. Like yeah. Judas, Correct. Knew, so, Judas right. knew this was right. and it it even it even says that in one of the yeah, in the accounts. Of, I couldn't find it. You know, Judas said, Well, I know where he is. He's over there right. where he are. Right. I mean this was kind of yeah. this was yeah, their was city like park. Place. This was their mm-hmm. mall. This was their hangout right. spot, right? So I had this conversation with someone yesterday. They they were had a, a, a family situation we were praying about, and they, you know they had been stressed out in their house about a decision. Nothing bad. Just they had to make a decision, and it was kind of weighing on them. And we we were praying about it, and he he said he was so stressed over the weekend that he just went to bed early. And I, I've kind of had that thought before. Man, there is so much to do right now. I'm just going to bed. Like I, I'm, so I don't even do want to deal with it. Let's just stop. go to bed, right? And that kind of goes back into you know the disciples struggling, and even if you know Jesus said their spirit was willing, and they're I really want to help and get on this, but man, I don't even know how to do it. So let me just catch a nap, kind of deal. <laughs> but you know the disciples they gave up and they gave in. To that temptation, to that sin, to that weakness, but Jesus fought through. He continued in prayer, and he continued to seek God and God's will, God's plan, and that is what won the day. But just another great example of how Jesus, how God wants us to approach things like that is: don't give up to that temptation and the easy right. way out, and mm-hmm. just be like, "I'm throwing in the towel. I'm throwing my hands up." <laughs> like, yeah. Keep coming to me. Keep mm-hmm. coming to me kind of thing. And one other thing that caught me, caught my attention reading through each gospel account, and this is, I really, some people are confused. You know, if you're a new Christian or, or you're just reading the Bible kind of thing, you're, you know, reading through the gospels and you're like, well, how come this guy says this and this guy says this? You got to imagine if you and three other buddies watch something happen whatever you see a car wreck or you go to a sporting event or or whatever and then you all have to write down what happened well you're going to write through what you saw on a detail you noticed you're going to write down but you know some somebody else may not have noticed that detail they're going to write down the details they noticed they picked up on so that's kind of where the variation comes from but it's good because it paints a more complete picture of what happened because you get all these different yeah. angles. Right. This is Mark fourteen fifty one. Uh, you know, they, they have just come out to, to arrest Jesus. Judas led the mob over and, and they're taking Jesus away. And a young man followed him with nothing but a linen cloth around his body. And they seized him, but he left the linen cloth and ran away naked. I have no idea why that's there, why that is included, but it, I mean, I I don't know if this kid was just 
you know, watching the action. This was a big event that was going on, and, and right. he was just kind of, you know, wa- watching the show and following to see what would happen. He gets grabbed by somebody in in the mob, and he kind of wiggles out of his robe, and he's like, I'm out. Yeah. You know, I, I, I want to watch. I don't want to participate. But I, I, I don't but know it, why that's there. I was going to say, it makes you stop and think, well, what was, what was the significance of having that wrote in? Yeah, yeah. So... You know, email us if you got a great answer for that. I'd love to hear it. If you have a bad answer, I'd love to hear that too. But uh, that that caught my eye reading through that because that's the only place that's mentioned. Uh, and and yeah, what's the significance? The why is this? Yeah, was he just there to watch the show? If so, why? Like, why include that kind of yeah. deal? But but uh, just the truce as well. Just above that, I was reading as well. Sorry, let me get that closer. Um, <laughs> The truth that Jesus continued to speak and throughout this entire process, like Mark, right above that in Mark fourteen forty eight and 49, it says, Jesus said to them, have you come out with swords and clubs as if I were a criminal to capture me? Every day I was among you teaching in the, temp- teaching in the temple and you didn't arrest me, but the scriptures must be fulfilled. So all this was for the scriptures to be fulfilled. Yeah. I could stop it at any point, but it had to be done this way. Right. So, and he never strayed from that. No. I mean, knowing that he could bring down the legion of angels, but he never strayed from what must be fulfilled. And how many so, of us would do like a, just, a guaranteed mean, victory? Oh my goodness! In our back pocket, yeah. but <laughs> he, he had a guaranteed he had uh-huh. a guaranteed just victory of another kind. Yes, yeah. Like he yes. he could have beat us. Yep. He could have beat them at their mm-hmm. own game. Yep. The way they thought that it was going right. to happen. Right. But he's like, that ain't even worth it. Like I got another way right. that's even better. It's yeah. just how much love he had for us. Yeah. Yeah. Even little, just little details like healing the ear. Right. Like. Chop the ear off it. Wait a second. Let me heal the ear because yeah. It, so. Yeah. Well, that's about. I get that. That was a horrible way for me to start that <laughs> sentence, but uh, that about does it for us. That is about all the notes no, no, we no, have. That's all, folks. Well, I tried to. I tried to say two <laughs> sentences at once, and neither one of them came out right. But uh, there is so much more we can dive into. But we we definitely hit all the highlights of the Garden of Gethsemane and. Um, you know, what, what Jesus did and just how it relates to us. Cause man, this is so relatable and, you know, things that we go through in our lives, but great that he gave us an example of, of how to approach things and, you know, don't give up, don't give in your spirit may be willing, make sure your flesh is not weak. Keep seeking God. Um, Bible verse. Anybody got a Bible verse? I don't verse? have a Bible verse, but I was just thinking it. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not going to bounce out twice on it. Right. Not twice in a row, anyway. <laughs> we we try and prepare and, and kind of assign a Bible verse most most episodes. We've been slipping on that lately. I don't know who <laughs> yeah, to blame yeah, right. for that. We have been. I blame you, Daniel. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. you know, you take the equal partnership. All, all three of us. There we go. <laughs> But uh, this this kind of fits in here a little bit. So this is Luke chapter 12, verse 40. You also must be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. So that's Jesus speaking. You must be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. So this kind of 
you know, ties into all of this of the disciples thought they had more time. They're like, hey, we're we're good. He's just, you know, we're we're going to go do another miracle tomorrow. We'll catch a nap here. But Jesus tells us, be ready. It's going to happen, and nobody knows when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But in that blink, when it does, if you're not right, you're going to sure wish you were. So... Great warning to all of us to to always be on guard and be doing what God wants us to do. So hope you enjoyed this episode. We enjoyed it. it we're always nervous doing doing these. We've only done it twice in this kind of format, but we're, we're nervous. It always turns out good on our end. We hope it turns out good on your end. Make sure you come back again next week. We love you. God loves you more. See you next time on GPS to God. Bye, gypsies. <laughs> Thanks for listening to GPS to God. Make sure you leave a rating or review on whichever app you happen to use. Also find us on YouTube and be sure to subscribe to our channel.